plug those headphones in. It's time for Ireland's only interactive podcast, the multi-award-winning Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. You're very welcome to this latest Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian and Jeremy, recorded at our studio at the White Sands Hotel in Port Marnock in North County, Dublin. If you happen to be out in this neck of the woods, uh, Port Marnock, on a sunny day, there is nowhere like it. And the White Sands Hotel, you can sit outside if it's a sunny day. Uh, The view over North Dublin Bay is spectacular. And the Oasis Bar, which is just below our studio here, is uh, a great bar. It's a great atmosphere and has amazing food. So do please pop along and say hello to all of the staff in the White Sands Hotel uh, as our way of just thanking them for being so good to us over uh, the last couple of years that we've been doing this Opinions Matter podcast. So what do we want to talk about on this latest edition of Opinions Matter? Remember when you were a teenager? Chances are you had a part-time job working in the local pub collecting glasses or working in the local supermarket packing shelves. Having a part-time job while still at school was something we all did. But it's different now. Teenagers nowadays are lazy. They don't want part-time jobs. They've no idea what a hard day's work is. And it's their parents who are to blame. Well, these are the harsh words that a lady called Olivia posted to our Facebook page with a big rant. And I want you to have a listen to us, uh, to it, because this is what we want to talk about on this latest edition of Opinions Matter. Lads, did you both have jobs when you were in school? I did. I worked part-time in a coffee shop and my brother had a paper round. I found out yesterday, to my disgust, that my daughter is the only person in her fifth year class who has a part-time job. She works part-time in uh, a shop. Not one of them has a part-time job. They live off their parents. My daughter told me that they don't want jobs and are happy to bum around. A generation of lazy children who want everything handed to them. That's Olivia's uh, rant. So Olivia's first question, and that is, uh, lads, did you uh, have part-time jobs when you were in school? Did you have a part-time job when you were in school? One, sorry, one twenty-five. One twenty-five. That's what I got in error. My first oh, really? My oh, fr- right. Now, this wasn't euro. This was, uh, what was that money called before? Pounds. The punt, yeah. One, one pound twenty-five. 25. I was a, a table clearer. Not even a waiter in a restaurant, so I just my job was to clear the tables. Now I ended up doing every job there, and I got a great uh, job out of it. But my first job, and it wasn't that my parents said go out and get a job. It wasn't anything that I wanted my independence, and I'd be doing the same to my kids. I'd be making sure that as soon as they can work, that they will be working, whether it's a lounge boy or a lounge girl in the pub, or whether it's working in a coffee shop. I think it's disgusting. And in fact, when we put this up on Facebook earlier on today to say that we were going to be talking about it, the amount of comments saying my kids won't be working um, in, in shops and stuff like that. Did you, see the, did you see the one comment from that Aegis? My sons won't be packing shelves. I didn't raise them to pack shelves. I think that- okay, when, when I think back to uh, when I was younger, some of the jobs that I had, I worked in the Kalini Court Hotel as a lounge boy. Lovely, now, I yeah. loved that. I was only 14. Of course, was, you, were, you were on drink. Yeah, it was since three and four in the morning. Your ideal job. Yeah. But then another job that I did was actually in Pennies in Dunleary. And that was, a, that was a horrible job because all it was was just tacking labels onto uh, clothes. And I hated that because it was repetitive, it was tedious, it was boring. Why would you want a teenager to have to do a repetitive, tedious, boring job? You see, I think when parents... No, no teenager is going to take a job or go out and work a job if they're being paid 
by the parents all the time. Would you agree? Yeah, well, that, I suppose, that, why, why do you need to? The bank, no. And by the way, if you, if you think that there's no such thing as the bank and mammy and daddy, oh, boy, God, there is such a thing as the bank of mammy and daddy. Okay, but if you can afford for your children not to work, why would you make them go out and work? At 16, like that, 15, like 16, that 17. Who, like that fellow who commented on Facebook a half yeah, an hour ago. Why would you? To teach your children how to... How to work. How to work. They know how to work. They don't know how to... They should have never had a job. All right, did your kids work when they were... Yeah, um, they, yeah they did. Both of them did, yeah. Why? Uh, no, no they, I didn't say in your case because you were too stingy no, to no, pay no, for No, no, because them. they yeah. wanted to. They wanted to. And what's their work ethic like now? Yeah, no, they're very good. They're both brilliant, actually, yeah. All right, but let's, uh, that's what we want to talk about. Um, and our number is 085-825-2626. That's 085-825-2626. We want to talk about um, kids um, and work. Kids uh, and whether or not 15 and 16 and 17-year-olds should be out working. Or is it mammy and daddy's duty to look after them. Let me go to uh, line one. Tom, you're on Opinions Matter. Tom, how are you? Um, what do you think? Uh, do you think kids should be out working? Of course. And with their finished school, they should have an afternoon, an afternoon job and be out there for the evening doing bits and pieces. And that encourages them to get a good job when they leave school. And they're used to working and all that. If you feed them like that, and when they leave school, they don't want to work because they're used to being on the scratch and they'd like to live that's why they're living the, all their life on the scratch now, you know what I mean? okay but a lot of parents will argue that uh, you know they've their studies to concentrate on which they do let's be honest um, yeah. And, you know, if they're, if they're out working, it's not fair. It's putting extra pressure on them. Uh, and sure, I have a few, Bob. Sure, I'll just give them the money so they can enjoy no, themselves. They can get work the weekends and the whole lot, keep their own pocket money. And they get used to working as well. But you look at this 50,000 people on the dole now, and most of them are young people. And there's the Tala Hospital can't get staff or nothing because they're too lazy to work. They can't get a job. There's plenty of work. They won't go out and look for it. But why should they? They're, they're you know, why they, they, they do have a job in terms of being students. That's their basic job. They're, uh, you know, getting their education. Surely it's better for them to concentrate on their education rather than out working. Well, hold on there now for a minute. I have five daughters and three sons, and they all went through top education. My eldest daughter is head of retail at the Dublin Airport. And that girl worked every evening, uh, every weekend, and so did the rest of them. Okay, let let me read a message uh, that's just come in to us from Steve, and it says, I would never expect my lads to work in some uh, horrible little shop or restaurant. It is my job as a parent to support them, and they are better than low-paid, low-standard work. They will work in a good job when they are ready to, and until uh, until then, I am here to support them, says Steve. Let's try and get Steve on the air there, so I'd like to talk to him. What would you say to, to a message like that? That's what I'm saying, Adrian. They're too, they're, he's hand-feeding them, and then they wind up on drugs or something else because they have too much time on their hands. That man's living in cloud 10, not even... Okay, nine, another me- okay, another message says, I was out working since the age of 14, even though I was still at school. I had no childhood. Every, every young lad has a childhood. No, but obviously this person felt, <laughs> felt he mess, missed out on his teenage years, or she missed out on her teenage years. No, they don't miss out in their teenage years because if they're in a house all day studying, 
they're missing out on their teenage years. If they're out the weekend doing a bit of part-time work for themselves and making a few bob and not living out of their purse, their mother's purse or their father's back pocket, they're far better off and they're getting better educated because they're out meeting people and they're serving people and they're getting a few pounds. And they know how to look up to meet, like, the public and address the public. Do you understand me? Okay, stay there for one second. Um, here's another message. We'll try and get this person on as well. My daughter will be going into fifth year where, where she will be taking seven honour subjects. She will be studying to get a good place uh, in college and when she has some spare time in the weekends, she will get some downtime to see her friends. She will learn her work ethic through study and then will get a better job when she leaves school, uh, says Neve. Hi, Eugenia. Hi, Adrian. Now, Gina, um, you're saying that your young one is mad to work. She's going mad for a weekend job, yeah, for a part-time job. She's 16 years of age and everywhere she goes, even your local shop now, you need to be 18. You need to be 18? You need to be 18 to walk in your local shop because you're selling cigarettes. Ah, right. Well, really? Is, is, is that a thing? I never knew that was a thing. Yes, yeah, I didn't know that myself. I didn't know that myself. And either she's too young because she's not 18 and that's 99% of the place she employs or the usual she can't get a job without experience. Now I'm just being told uh, in my ear here I know shops that do have under 18s working for them but they must well, be, well, they must be I, working on I the tail my local spare shop and they said no they can't because they're handling cigarettes. Oh, right, they can't okay. handle cigarettes. Oh, I, I never knew that was a thing but uh, no, it stands to logical reason I suppose. Um, yeah. So okay, so she's dying to work, but there's nowhere we'll hire her. There's nowhere like has no experience, or she um she's under eighteen, and she has sent off about fifty CVs all coming up to the Christmas. She was sure she'd get a bit of work coming up to the Christmas because everybody would be hiring, and no, no. Now, I do know, for example, uh, that you, uh, I was saying that when I was 14, I was working in a hotel near my house um, as a lounge boy. And I do know that at 14, you can't do jobs like that now. I think you have to be over 16 to work in a a bar. uh, And that's only until eight o'clock in the evening, I think. If I'm not mistaken, that is the law. Uh, it was a little bit different when I was younger. You could, I used to work until at at weekends until three and four in the morning at 14 and 15 and I know that's not allowed now Steve I read out your uh, text a couple of minutes ago and I'll read it again I would never expect my lads to work in some dirty little shop or restaurant Um, it is my job as a parent to support them and they are better than low paid low standard work they will work in a good job when they are ready to and until then I'm here to support them yeah I'll stand by every word Adrian stand by every word of of that text um I've got two boys who are having a private education. One, one boy is, 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 a, is currently in college, as we speak. I'm paying for his college fees. Uh, there's no way in hell I you know, expect either of my boys to, to work in a, in a menial job, stacking shelves. or uh, uh, I'd see that as, as a humiliation for them. Adrian, working in that type of job. That's a humiliation for them. Humiliation, yeah. I mean, I've got a few, Bob. I mean, they they don't need to work, first of all. And that's great. Um, But, Steve, I can honestly... Did you work when you were a teenager? I worked with my dad for a while. Yeah, yeah work experience with, with my dad, but I never, you know, did, I never did anything that, that I would consider to be beneath me, Adrian. I mean, these okay, jobs. Yeah, are... Hang on for one second. I've already explained when I was a young fellow. I worked in a local hotel. I did. Uh, I was a lounge boy, taking orders and collecting glasses and all of that. I loved it. 
Well, I mean, well, horses for courses, whatever works for you, Adrian. I mean, that wouldn't work for me, collecting glasses off a, off a, a bunch of uh, drunks. I mean, there's no way I, I, there's no way I would have my kids in, in that situation. I have to, but, say, um, I have to say, your your attitude, Steve, is deeply offensive to people who work in any one of those jo- types of jobs. Well, Adrian, basically, I've got high standards for my, for my boys. That's why they're having a private education. There's no way I'm going to fly in the face of that boy. I say, listen, so well, do they the not need to know? Well, do they not need to learn? Because I can be honest with you, I learned an awful lot in those couple of years working in a in a hotel, just about life and about no, working uh, no, and about Adrian, earning your own money. Adrian, I'd much rather see my boys' nose uh, stuck in a book uh, studying over the weekend than, than in, in some bloody crappy shop in the corner selling cigarettes. That's to me. That, that's time okay, wasted. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm being told that you can't um, serve behind a counter that's selling cigarettes. Uh, but I didn't. I didn't realise that. But you're saying you you don't your lads. You prefer them studying than working full stop. I want my boys, Adrian. Whatever free time they have, I want them to be studying. I want them to get to get good grades. I want them to be professional people in their work in their work life. I don't want them stacking shelves. Also, Adrian, you've got to realise there is peer pressure from their mates. I mean, if one of my boys was in some shop stacking shelves or sweeping the floor, their mates are going to come in for you know to buy something and they're going to get laughed at. So, I mean, financially, they don't need to do it. I don't believe a good parent should make their kids work anyway. I mean, if you, if you can You don't think to, a good parent should make their kids work? I don't okay, what, 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 if a, what if a teenager wants to work? Wants to well, have their own independence instead of asking for money off mammy and daddy? If, if Adrian, is chosen, if it's a chosen work experience situation, well, well, you know, a situation where, which will better them in the long run, in a, in a, in a proper environment, not, not stacking shelves, then I might agree to that. If I, if I, you know, if I've picked, if I've handpicked a work experience for them, I might agree to that for for a week or two during the summertime. But apart from that, I mean, my boys come down to my workplace anyway. I, I run a business. They, they help me out in the summertime anyway. But I mean, there's no way I would have them working in, in a menial job, uh, being humiliated and get laughed at by their mates. So who's the, who gets them. laughed at? They, 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 if they're sweeping the floor, Adrian, sweeping the floor, stacking shelves. I mean, you know, we all know what type of people, what type of people do that kind of work, you know. They're mostly, mostly thick okay, people so, do that so kind of work. Okay, so what did you say to this message uh, from Martin? And he says, Both my kids have been working in McDonald's since they were 16. Both stayed in school for all exams. Now my son is uh, signing up for the guards. Uh, daughter uh, doing her leaving cert this year. While they were attending school, they couldn't work after 9.30pm. Uh, but they both worked from the age of 16 in their local McDonald's. Well, I class him, Adrian, as, as a bad parent. He, he, he's happy to see his, his child you know, wearing that ridiculous uh, McDonald's outfit, flipping burgers, dealing with drunk people coming in, and all kinds of people shouting at them. That, that, that to me, is a terrible. That's terrible parenting. You shouldn't have your, you, you shouldn't uh, force your kids to be in that situation. You should pay for your kids through college and through school, and that's it. And you don't believe then that children, teenagers, learn from working. I think they learn a lot more by studying, Adrian. I think that a boy or girl during a teen should be studying at the weekend. Any free time they have, they should be studying. Okay, not, do me not, a favour, Steve. Not sweeping floors. Okay, stay there for one second, Steve. I'll come back to you in a moment. Voted Irish Current Affairs Podcast of the Year. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. 
You're listening to the Opinions Matter podcast recorded at our studio in the White Sands Hotel in Port Marnock. This conversation is all to do with the message that we got from a, a lady called Olivia. And she's basically highlighting that her daughter is the only one in fifth class in her school who has a part-time job and she can't get her head around uh, how this is allowed to happen. One of the arguments is that education needs to come first. And uh, your children at that age, especially if you can afford uh, to pay for their their daily lives, um, education is more important. And in fact, Steve, that, that's the point that you've been making, that education needs to come first. Absolutely, Adrian, especially when I'm, I'm paying for a private education. I'm paying through the nose for this, for, for, my, for, my, for my boy's education. So, I mean, there's no way in hell I want to spend any free time they have uh, working in a, in a menial job. And also... I mean, be- sorry, Steve, I... I really appreciate if you didn't refer to jobs as menial jobs. A job is a job, okay? And it's very disrespectful uh, to people uh, in various jobs to describe them as menial. I mean, well, I, t- okay. well I'm sorry about that, Adrian. That's tough. That's, that's how I see it. I'm okay. afraid. Uh, I, I, is, is, Steve, I worked in one of those menial jobs, as you call them. I turned out all right. Your parents shouldn't have had you there, as I already said, in a bar collecting glasses from drunks at three o'clock in the morning. That but was I, a disgrace, but, I, but I enjoyed it. And I well, whether, my... But whether, whether you enjoyed it or not was, is, is irrelevant. It, it was irresponsible of your parents to put, to put you in that scenario, in my opinion. It was irresponsible. You should have been studying. It was actually, my, been... it was actually my dad that got me the job. Well, Adrian, I mean, that's not here or there. That's, that was a different generation. But this, this current crop of generation, I mean, these days, Adrian, education is everything. That woman is correct. That, who said that a minute ago. Education is everything. Uh, Peter, your son has a part-time job in a hotel. Yeah, he was doing work experience and uh, he'd need dairy and that, and where he couldn't get uh, any more work in there just for his TY and that. So I said to him, why don't you go down to the hotel there and ask Mo and that and uh, see. So he was doing work down there and... Uh, they were impressed by his work ethic and he just kept his head down and very pleasant and young lad. He's only 16. He's a big lump of a lad and he said uh, he wanted to have a summer job but not lazing around the house. But uh, he's doing well in his studies. If I told and, him, and, and sorry, does he work um, outside of the summertime? Well, it's after, it's after getting the job there when he, he, I said if he has projects or stuff to do, his uh, schoolwork will come first. They said that's okay. But he said anytime he's free... They started paying him then and uh, giving him money because they were that impressed the way he was carrying himself and working that there was even one night he rang, do you mind if we keep Matthew on an extra couple of hours? He will be paid. He won't be working for nothing. Mm-hmm. And we want to, if he wants to work, and we'll even drop him home at 12 o'clock. Is there a risk, uh, Peter? And this is what I, I want to ask you, because some, some people believe this, that if you're working as a teenager... There is a risk that you get used to earning money and you want to earn more money and therefore uh, you lose your concentration on your schoolwork. Well, the only thing I can say is I did well in school. My father, I asked him because he was a, he, he was a butcher. He worked in explosives. He's a block layer, a plaster, them jobs. And I asked him on weekends, can I come and do some work with you? And the only thing I'll say is he learned me about hard graft. Um having pride in your job um, how to uh, work with tools that I, I when I built my own house I saved a lot of money because I was able to do a lot of the work myself so you learned a work ethic basically yes and, my uh, okay Steve what about that your, your kids uh, aren't learning a work ethic 
we all think they're, well, I mean, they are, they are learning, uh, study, study is everything, Adrian, that's what they're learning, that's far more important than, than being a plasterer or a bricklayer, in my opinion, I mean, that bloke, there's on a line there, most, you know, you'll find country people have got lower expectations for their kids anyway, that's been my, that's been my experience, what, what are you laughing about, that's been my experience, mate. Country people, country people are a bit, are a bit, you know, a bit backward, okay. and they're a bit, they're right. a bit, they've low, lower expectations of, of their yeah. kids. I want, I want my yeah. kids to be high flyers, mate, high flyers, dealing right. with yeah, dealing, right. and, dealing, right. dealing, dealing, and mixing with with, with uh, professional people. My I make no, no apologies for that. Nine under sunshine. But okay. I don't, I don't give Steve, it to us. Steve, I, again, I want to talk to you about. Uh, well, don't, uh, don't diss my kids because I yeah, have this your kids. I agree. I agree. You want to talk to me in the line? That's fair enough. Steve, low, 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 low expectations, mate. Low expectations. Typical country person. Typical country person. Okay, relax there for a second. Steve, I know from talking to you before that you run your own company. That's right. Very particular about the staff you hire. You obviously. You want people working for you that have a good, strong, healthy work ethic. Agreed? Yeah, that's, that's correct. Yes. Excellent. Okay. People who, uh, you know, will go the extra mile for, you know, will put in the extra, um, the extra bit of elbow grease into their job uh, mm. and everything else. Right. Now, mm. is that not something that you can learn from a young age? I think, as I said, I can, at the risk of repeating myself, for my own boys, I want my boys to spend any, any downtime they have in studying because that will lead to a better, a better um, class of life for them, a better, a better mixture of people. I don't want my kids learning plastering and bricklaying and road sweeping in, in their downtime. I want them to, to be to be studied, to, to be better than themselves. Do you understand? I have my own company and I have 30 lads employed. So what are you talking about? Well, listen, mate. I'm just telling, in, my, in my experience going back many years, mate, country people have lower expectations of, of their not, kids anyway. I can't speak about your specific situation. I'm talking about my own boys here. But again, Steve, where are your children... You don't study work ethic. You don't learn that in school. Adrian, I, 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 work, I work six, seven days a week. They see their old man's work ethic. So, I mean, they're, they're learning that from me anyway. Right? I work, I work, I'm, I would be classed as a workaholic, actually. I find it very hard to, to put, you know, to down tools at the end of the day. But um, six, seven days a week, they watch me. So, there's no problem about them learning a week. They don't have to be stacking shelves in the, in the local supermarket to learn a work ethic. Martin, why are you so angry? Uh, just the uh, way Steve carries on there talking about, you know, other people's kids and all that. So my kids are working since they're 16. They chose it up themselves. Though they still went to school, done their studies, everything was done, you know. They could work till half nine at night. That's that's the times they were allowed to work till. But, you know, they didn't want to depend on me. They wanted their own few, Bob. And, uh, like I said, when I was a young fella, I was the same. I liked having my own few, Bob. Uh, you know, I didn't earn a small fortune, but it was more than the pocket money I might have got. Um, I was able to do my own thing, buy my own stuff. Um but there is the risk, Martin, and this is something um, that the message that we got a while ago said, that there is the risk that you like the money too much and you start um, not concentrating on your schoolwork as much because you want to earn the money. No, well, we didn't see that as parents. We made sure that everything was done. You know, you're only allowed to work till half nine. You know, when there was exams involved, just, uh, you weren't allowed to work. So it was more or less weekend work. So every time, you know, they were called into work, their exams are on, they would refuse to go in. And they've, they've done their exams and they come out with high grades. My daughter's doing her leaving this year and she's doing very well so far. She's done a mock there a couple of weeks back and uh, she came out with great grades. My son passed his uh, leaving, high grades, and now he's signed up for the guards. 
Okay, so you you don't believe that it has any negative uh, downside to be working as a teenager? Absolutely not. Sure, my son has his own car now as well, you know, fully insured. So I can't see full, you know, full license. So I can't see where the negativity is there. Steve, I have to say, as somebody who worked as a teenager, now I have to, I'll be honest, I didn't do particularly well in my exams because I didn't like school. Um, but I still managed to survive through life and get a decent job eventually. Well, Adrian, I, 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 I class them people who, who forced who forced their kids to do these part-time jobs. Well, I, 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 Martin, I class them as bad parents, hang Adrian. On, Martin Sorry, didn't, seen... Hang on for one second. Martin didn't force his kids no, to work. No, no, my kids actually chose. My kids asked could they go to work and we uh, sat down and spoke to them. If they can go to but work. Are you, are you, are you, mate, are you, are you in, are you in a financial position to, to support your kids? Answer me that. 100%, yeah, I'm self You are. So what, why why then would you let your kids do a menial job? Why would you do that to them? They chose I mean, there, there, they chose there is humiliation involved. They'd be getting slayed by their mates. They'd be getting laughed at They're by their mates. They have I mean, that is, that, is, that is disgraceful. What, what, tell me what's disgraceful about it. It's disgraceful. You're putting your kids in a, in, a, in a state of humiliation for their mates, getting, getting laughed at. Can you explain that? Well, Steve, when, when did you start work, Steve? What did you start doing when you were younger? I, never mind. I, I worked well, for my no, dad no, as, as, the, as a young man. I worked for my dad as a young man, but I did my education first, mate. And so are my kids. My kids have done that. I've well, got a private education as well. I've got a private education as well, and I'm not very grateful for it. Good for you. Good for you, Steve. Steve, to be able to hand it over a job from the father. Some kids That's neither here nor there, mate. That's neither here nor there. Basically, I'm in this situation where my boys don't have to work, and they won't work. I will not do it. I wouldn't do that to them. As a parent from Ballymore, okay? Which a lot of people I mean, talk well, say, say no more, mate. Say no more. Well, there you go, Steve. You know, you shouldn't even be on the air, honestly. Steve. Say no I more. Mean, I mean, I mean that, that, says, that says it all, doesn't it? That says it all, mate. Uh, the rea- hang on, Steve. Steve. With an attitude like that, Steve, you know, you don't give anyone a chance. That, that says it all, mate. That says it all. Steve, no, no, no more to say, mate. No more to say. Steve, I find, your, I, I find your attitude just disgustingly patronising. No more to say, Adrian, that bloke. No more to say. Go back to the towers, mate. Go back to the Towers, mate. The towers aren't there anymore. The towers are closed, buddy. Yeah. Well, uh, I told me, is there a Ray, pub Ray, called Ray the Towers? That's where we spend half your time. Yeah, they, there used to be a pub called the Towers, Steve. Well, well, well I, don't, I, don't, I don't frequent Buddy and Adrian, so I wouldn't know too much about it. But I, certainly my boys wouldn't be working here, that's for sure. Voted Irish Current Affairs Podcast of the Year. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. Hiya, Francis. I'm grand. Now, uh, little Francis... A little bit annoyed at uh, Steve's attitude. Okay, but let me, let me firstly get your attitude to teenagers working. Okay. Firstly, I think we're ruining a generation of children by not allowing them to work. I worked, I cleaned offices um, when I finished school. Right now, what about when you were in school? Start. What about when you were in yeah, school? Yeah, right up from the time I was about 14, right up until I did my leave and cert. Every evening, well, I'd get the bus home from town and then I'd get the bus back into town. Mm-hmm. Not a problem. What I do find that um, for all Steve's private education, what he hasn't learned is any com- decency and courtesy, the way he speaks to people. He's rearing his children to look down at their noses at other people that will work rather than sign on the dole. And that I find disgusting. That I find not a good parenting that he can see his kids are better than other people, that they're too good, 
to sweep a floor or clean a toilet or serve chips or whatever it might be. I just find his attitude really condescending and disgusting. And, okay, you, you were saying that from 14, you were getting the bus to work, you were cleaning offices, all the mm-hmm. while still in school. A yeah. lot of people would say, that's disgraceful that you were working at that age. Why? Why? I mean, it was a long time ago, but I find any kid that works has a good... It's character building. They usually have a good worth ethic. Um, what does people like Steve expect to do that when their kids um, graduate or whatever from college that they're going to step in as MD of some company? You have to start somewhere and work up. Okay, Steve, how do you, and I've already asked you this question, how do you hope that your children will learn a good, strong work ethic? And that is uh, a desire to work, a desire to be productive and all of that. Uh, how are you going to instill that into your boys if they've never worked? Adrian, I've already said that the, my, my boys see me have seen me from day one working six, seven days a week. They, they understand what a work ethic is. They don't, they, don't, they don't have to be doing a crappy job to learn a work ethic. They can see it through their old man, all right? They see me but doing it seven days a week. But they don't think attitude, Stephen. Nothing, nothing wrong with my attitude, darling. Nothing wrong with my attitude. You, you, you've, got, you've got a problem, not me, darling. I don't have a problem. If, you, if, you, if, problem parent, if your parents force you out the door to clean offices as a teenager, no, I mean, that, that, to me, that, that is abuse as far as I'm concerned. Wait, that's parental, parental abuse, darling. That's parental abuse. Okay, Francis, let me ask you and bring you back to this this message that we got in the first place where this lady talks about her daughter in fifth year having a part-time job in a shop, but mm-hmm. not one other person in her daughter's class has a job. And that would be not uncommon now for no, teenagers not to have a job. No, it wouldn't be uncommon. So Steve wouldn't be alone here. He wouldn't be alone, but the thing that I find um, really infuriating about Steve is that Steve looks down his nose at people. Um, Steve thinks he's better um, to al- than allow his children to do what they want to do. I don't see anything wrong with a child going out and trying to earn a few bob for themselves. It shows courage, I think, on the child's mm-hmm. behalf. Initiative. The only people that would nobody would laugh at that child. I don't know what upbringing Steve's kids have that he would think. Well, now I, I'll give you an example, uh, Francis, of something that Steve did mention earlier on. I know, and this I, I know this for a fact, of a teenager uh, that went to work in a local fast food restaurant mm-hmm. and did get slagged by his mates to the point that he packed it in. I also know of other teenagers who, and I've overheard them saying, in fact, my own kids said it, I wouldn't work at McDonald's. No way. Now, whether you like it or not, that is real life. It is. And I think we've ruined a generation. We're bringing up kids to be to feel entitled and privileged. And in some respects, that's not a bad thing. But on the other hand, it's disrespectful to other people. And if kids can think that it's okay to laugh and joke and make fun of people that do jobs like that, there's something wrong. We're not rearing our kids properly. You see, Steve, I I don't know what is wrong. When I was a young fellow, like I said, I worked in a bar, I did lounge work, whatever. I didn't necessarily uh, aspire to being a barman. Um, but I thoroughly enjoyed the years I worked there. I actually learned a lot of bar skills that I still have to this day, um, and I wouldn't change it for the world. 
Well, again, Adrian, I don't, I don't know anything about your upbringing or where you came from or nothing like that or who, who your parents are or were, but, I mean, I can only presume or assume that your parents had very low expectations for you. I'm sorry to put it, that's, that put it so bluntly, but that, that's how I see it. If your parents were happy for you to work at a lounge bar to, to 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning just to, have, to get 20, 20 quid in your pocket every week, I mean, to me, that, that, that to me shows a parent with, with low expectations of their kids. I've got very high expectations of my kids. That's why they have a private education. I want them to mix in the right circles, and I don't, I don't want them mixing with people who are stacking shelves. No, I make no apologies for that, Adrian. That's how I feel yes, about it's it. It's a disgusting attitude, I have to say. I find it a disgusting... What, what, why is it, why is it my, disgusting? Okay, my, 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 my point is that for life experience, my experience of working in a bar when I was a young fella has stood to me. Agent, my, my kids will, will learn far more experience, learn far more from, from their books than they ever will working in a dingy bar somewhere. I mean, that, that, that argument well, doesn't, actually, it, it wasn't, it doesn't stand up, Adrian. Yeah, but it wasn't a dingy bar. It wasn't a dingy bar I worked in. It was a nice hotel. Well, I, I, neither, well that's neither in or there. It was a bar you're working in. So, I mean, my, my kids will learn far more from their books than they ever will from working in a bar or, or in a local convenience store. Frank, what do you want to say? Steve, are you there? I am here, yeah. I think he's a bit of a Walter mediator. I think he's an all taking that chap serious. I think, number one, I don't believe that chap has kids. Well, uh, to be be honest with you, Frank, uh, we've spoken to this man on the show before and he tells the same story every time he's on. He does, yeah, he does. But he also, for a man that runs a successful business, any time I tune in... And in fact, fact, we also had one of his sons on the programme before, so... No, we think he's a Walter Mitty, I think he's a Walter Mitty, Steve. You're a Walter Mitty, Steve. I've no idea who you are, mate. You're talking for your arse, really. Uh, well, uh, where are you from, Steve? Is it South Africa? <laughs> no. What are you talking about, you fool? What are you on about? I can't understand what language. Well, if, you, if, you can't, if, you can't speak, if you can't speak the Queen's English, mate, then you're obviously a dunce, mate. You don't speak the Queen's English. You're obviously a dunce, mate. You're obviously a dunce. Frank, let me ask you, what is your opinion on teenagers working? Absolutely nothing wrong with Adrian. Absolutely nothing wrong with Do you think they should be encouraged to work? If they want it, that's their own choice. Okay, that's their own choice. And one last call. Very quickly, Rachel, what do you want to say? Well, I've been working since I was 16. I'm now 29. I have a marketing. I have a career in marketing. So I fully disagree with what Steve is saying um, because I know people who have been in the same situation in my class in college who were like Steve's children who didn't really work at all. And I got, I've got a job, a better job, quicker than they did. Because and I is that, had and that's because, yes, that's because you had previous work exactly, experience. Exactly, because my, my lecturer, the head of my HR department, when I showed him my CV when I was finishing college before I did my master's, got looking to get out into full-time work, he was so impressed. He was blown away by my CV because I had managed to juggle and do really well in college and also work because it showed that, well, this person actually has life skills. You can only learn so much from a book. I've had people in my jobs who've come straight from college and they... They don't have any social skills in an in office environment. They don't know how to work. Hmm. It's that simple. So, I mean, this him saying and these that... Are, and these are things that you can only learn. You can't learn it from a book. You can only learn so much from a book. I mean, when I, my parents, like all of my brothers and sisters worked throughout college, were all in extremely good jobs. My brother is a teacher. Like, my parents always supported us throughout college, and it was always a case of if you wanted to buy things for yourself, then you worked. But college always came first. Hmm. And I think that was that made me into a better adult and actually better equipped in the workforce 
to be as successful as I am and I'm only going to go up. So, I mean, I just think that Steve needs to take a step back and actually look at where his kids want to go in the future because they're not going to learn it all from a book. I totally agree with you, I have to say, Rachel. Why is it, therefore, that so few teenagers are actually working? I just think that I just think that generation nowadays is, is a little bit, you know, more relaxed. And, I mean, I don't think kids realise that the value of actually working. Is it because and, they're lazy? Yeah. And, and, and that's the point that the, uh, Olivia made in the first place, that she was horrified to find out that nobody in her daughter's class has a part-time job except her daughter. I think it's shocking. I think that it's definitely something that needs to be supported by parents because it's all well and good kids saying, you know, I don't want my friends to be laughing, but we'll see who lasts who has the last laugh when the teenager are coming out saying, oh, do you like all the new things I bought? Yeah, how did you afford that? Oh, well, I worked for it. Hmm. And that's, then you'll see how quickly that this whole working thing catches on because I think teenagers are disillusioned and they think that, like, I've got, you know, people that I know who come out straight out of college and they expect to walk into a job and yes. it does not work and like that anymore. Work, uh, you have to work for it. Work. You have to you. fight for it. I and agree with you. I Steve, Steve well, as a matter of interest, what will your uh, sons do? Well, the hope is that they will become professional people. That's my that's my hope. Maybe a medical a medical career, maybe a, a, a law career, a professional career. Well, but they've been you know. working with people though in, in the public, and surely them having the life skills that they've learned while being listen, in love, college. I'm, listen, would help. don't get don't give me sound bites about about life skills and all these. Listen, you need to open your ears for a minute. You might learn something. Open your ears for a minute, love. You, you, you talk you're talking a lot of waffle there, right? Am I the okay? Po- sure. The point is the point is darling. My my boys work with me in the summertime from time to time. Uh, I work, they've seen work ethic for their old man. I work six, seven days a week. So there's no problem about work ethic. They understand what, what work is. They don't need to be stacking shelves to, to learn a work ethic. That's my point. And I can, to get, I, I, and I, I can afford to give my boys a private education. And uh, other people out there talking on this program this morning, maybe they can't afford that. And then maybe, a bit of, maybe, maybe there's a bit, a bit of envy out there, a bit of green, green-eyed monster, Adrian. People are not happy that, that they can't afford to give their, their children private educations. And they have to make their kids sweep floors and stack shelves. I mean, that, it's not my problem. My boys, my boys will have the very best in life. They're mixed with the very best people. That's what I want for my boys. So your children will grow up having notions about themselves. And that's exactly, uh, that's exactly the word that was on the t- tip of my tongue, uh, yeah, Rachel. Yeah, because I doubt very notions. much when they do summer work in your office that they are there on the ground actually mucking in. I would imagine they get about three-hour lunch breaks if that's the attitude that you have that they don't uh, they want will, to they, will, they, will, they would work in, in a, man, a management capacity in my company, but they, 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 don't, they don't want to work for me. They've got, they've got loftier ambitions than, than working with but their old man. If you're saying that they work for you during the summer, how can somebody? How can you come in for the summer and work as a manager? Nothing to do. Listen, this, these people would not... My boys would not be working in a menial job, darling. They're not going to do well, what... I just what, hope what, that your, they're bo- they're that your they're boys they're never actually disappoint you because they're not going to do what my normal... They're not going to do what my what my normal employees do, they're going to do something a bit more, a bit more high grade. You've heard the expression. Yeah, I hope it stays sunny. I hope they don't expect a job to just land in their lap. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't and, at maybe, all. and I'd hate to see them having to learn the hard way, but... Um, in my humble opinion, I see nothing wrong with uh, with teenagers working. I really don't. I think you do learn an awful lot from it. Like I said, I, I learned a lot when I was a young fella and it stands to me to this day. I can pull a pint and I can make an Irish coffee. But that's more than I can do, I have to be honest with you. But well, you can't even make an Irish no, coffee. No, that's the one. You know, I was. Just, I said earlier on at the start of this podcast, I my one of my first jobs was cleaning tables and working behind a bar. And the one thing I could not do was... Uh, 
making Irish coffee. Really? Oh, the, the cream would always, you'd pour the cream on top of the coffee and well, it would it's sink. A, it's, a it skill would I learned, it's a skill I learned in the Cliny Court Hotel when I was only 14 and I've never forgotten it. And in fact, anytime we have friends around and somebody wants an Irish coffee, I'm the one that's sent to make it because I can still make them uh, perfectly. That was <laughs> it. You, that's my only skill. There's a pair, and I'm sorry to Joanne who's been trying to get on for the last 10 minutes. We literally just ran out of time. Did you see Joanne's rant about Steve? Well, some of the words she called him, obnoxious pig, British bastard. I mean, there's no need There's no need for that. He's Irish, isn't he? He is. Well, he, he's lived in Ireland since he was a teenager, I think. Yeah, he said on this podcast yeah. before that he is uh, actually Irish. That man is a smug fucker. God help his kids. I have to be honest with you. I think he is a smug fucker, but I'd love to be his kids. Well, not having to work. I've always wanted a rich daddy. Yeah, no, I have myself, I have to be honest. Your kids do have a rich daddy. What? They do have a rich daddy. Having a pot to piss in. Yeah, haven't got a pot to piss in. <laughs> Would you stop? Anyway, thank you very much indeed for listening to this latest podcast. Oh, sorry, one more, podcast. One, oh, one more oh, message oh, oh. there. Yeah. Uh, Adrian, why did you give him such an easy time? Grow a pair of balls, mate. By the way, that's from Matthew. Matthew, you were invited onto the podcast today then and you chose not to. So it's not Adrian's job to... To make Thank enemies, you. sure it's not. not. All right, anyway, thank you very much indeed for listening to this latest Opinions Matter podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, please hit subscribe or follow. Click the little bell icon on Spotify and you'll be notified the next time we upload a new podcast. Thanks very much indeed for listening and we'll catch you on the next one. Music.